0: Hey guys, what's up, this is the High Elf and I am back with another episode of the best podcast from where you get your daily updates on pop culture and comic books and video games. Today, I decided to talk about one of the most controversial figures in the movie industry in Hollywood. Someone who I personally dislike for his attention seeking antiques and the way his fans have destroyed DCEU by their stupid theories. Yes. It is Zack Snyder, the person who doesn't know anything about colors, thinks that the world is always dark and comes up with weird notions about movies and his storytelling. The person is so divisive that he has caused mass bans in multiple DC movie and comics fan groups. Zack Snyder doesn't know how to make movies and in this episode I will explain how and what are the reasons that make him a bad filmmaker. So let's talk about this Christopher Nolan slash Stanley Kubrick Bonnerby and how he has destroyed the process of filmmaking by his stupid ideas and theories.
1: So if you are still listening to this podcast, then you know who Michael Bay and Zack Snyder are. In my opinion, these two are the worst filmmakers that Hollywood has given to us. But while Michael Bay accepts who he is, Zack Snyder acts like he is some sort of messiah for modern filmmaking. But he is nothing but a copycat of Christopher Nolan and Stanley Kubrick to some extent. The first argument is his preferred color palette. In a world where most movies are falling towards, Jack Kirby's style of color palettes and pretty cynic views even if they are telling a dark story. For example, Jojo Rabbit, Snyder prefers dark and gloom, irrelevant of his story as if his characters have never seen sunshine. Just like those nerds, who live in their mom's basement and will be complaining in a while. His first big movie was Dawn of the Dead, a zombie remake that was okay. His past movies have been good, whether it is Dawn of the Dead or Sin City or 300. But you can only use dark color palettes for a while and it starts to get boring real soon. Imagine if the Matrix was shot in dark throughout the time, how bad it would have looked. A part of Matrix takes place in Zion and still it doesn't look so gloomy compared to the word that Zack Snyder creates.
0: And now we should
1: address the elephant in the room. His attachment to Snyder Cut is a proof that he has no ideas left. He is only clinching on to something that will establish him as a filmmaker and will make him relevant again. If he had time, he had ideas, he could have made good content then he would have released some movies by now. I know that he has been through some personal tragedy but that doesn't mean that he should rally a bunch of fans in its support and keep milking that same issue until it is old and boring and dull. Now that Snyder Cut is coming out, I hope that it will end this debate once and for all. Who would be interested in watching a movie on 100% brightness while the characters say some somber dialogues and do appear sad all the time. This man made me hate DC Comics characters. His movies are good but he hasn't given a good box office Smasher for a while. 300 was a flop. Watchmen bombed. Sucker Punch was uh, like the worst. And then he ruined Superman. I mean, who can ruin Superman? Who can not understand the story and philosophy of Superman? Only Zack Snyder. And no one else? I'm telling you. Zack Snyder has always lived with the fact that he's the next Steven Spielberg or J.J. Abrams. Man of Steel followed Christopher Nolan's uh, Dark Knight Trilogy. Dark Knight Trilogy had created a certain tone for uh, DC Universe which Zack Snyder thought that he will copy in his movies. As an attempt, he didn't take the good parts or uh, the things that made the trilogy so good and only took the color palette and then destroyed the whole movie. The idea of destruction of Gotham inspired him so much that he intentionally destroyed Metropolis when the clear signs indicated that uh, Zod and Superman could have taken their fight to some other place outside the town. As a wannabe Spielberg or a J.J. Abram, he also tries to show that he is the modern version of Stanley Kubrick. And then he doesn't take the good parts from his filmmaking but only what appears to be shock value and shock content. For example, he is more inspired from the ending of Doctor Strange Love and not from the linear theme of A Clockwork Orange or The Shining. He is like that kid who wants to be cool and he'll do everything that other cool kids do but will hardly create his own identity And health will fail. And while Michael Bay accepts that he is a commercial filmmaker, Zack Snyder having a similar style, same kind of destruction, he still believes that he is an art filmmaker. He is a serious filmmaker just like Christopher Nolan or Stanley Kubrick or Steven Spielberg. The day Zack Snyder gets over his identity crisis, his films will actually be good and will make more sense. The day he develops his own color palette, his films will be good and will make more sense. Zack Snyder is also like one of those kids who mug everything before exams and then forcefully put it into their answer no matter how far-fetched it is. He has a certain rule. He will not experiment with everything. He has a style that seems to be grounded in his head with spikes and nut bolts so that it doesn't get out of his uh, body. Zack Snyder is an excellent director of photography but as a head director, he is very bad. He doesn't know how to tell character stories. He is very good on technical aspect, But he is not a storyteller. And he cannot be one to save his life.
0: So guys, this was me. Hi Elf with this episode ending. And I hope that you understood why Zack Snyder doesn't know how to make movies. Yes, there are problems with his filmmaking. And I hope that his fanboys stop rallying up with stupid notions and stop fighting with other people who don't like his movies because someone will come up and destroy them like I did today. If you guys liked this podcast then please subscribe. If you didn't then it's not my problem. You can come back for the next episode. I will share some more interesting tidbits about new developments in the world of pop culture. This was Hi Elf and I'll bid you goodbye.